0: The secret of happiness is to see all the marvels of the world and never to forget the drop of oil on the spoon. Welcome to the Reader response from Seth Media. You know the communication process is not over till the receiver sends feedback. Therefore, in this podcast, as a reader at the receiving end of written communication, I respond to the books I've read. My name is Seth Tambele shemoye Thank you for listening and thank you for downloading. And please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be it on Google Podcasts, or be it on Spotify, or from any of the seven platforms which you can access the podcast from. Welcome to episode seven of the Read the Response Podcast. Today's book is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. The text was first published in 1988 in Portuguese, because Paulo Coelho is Brazilian, so... Portuguese, and then it was translated to other languages, one of those being English, and because of that, was able to read the text. Let's, before we get into much about the text, let me say this. I loved uh, the text the first time I read it. You know, The Alchemist is one of those texts that you, if you go online or you talk to some people. It's one of those texts like Animal Farm whereby people say, you have to read this text, you have to read this text. Uh, the equivalent is, right, of for TV show, it's like money heist. You know, you go online on social media, Twitter, Facebook, you, you see references to, to money heist, you, people alluding to money heist, and you feel the, uh, the pressure, you know, the social pressure to, to watch money heist and it's the same with uh, Alchemist, a lot of people talk about it and you hear the reference to uh, Paulo Coelho, you know I remember Black Coffee once caused, uh, caused a storm on South African Twitter when he said uh, he would, he wishes uh, Paulo Coelho would write his uh, biography and People answer you, why are you choosing someone from outside? Why are you not choosing someone? And then I was wondering, who's this guy? Who's this Paulo Coelho? Because I hadn't read the the Alchemist. And then some, and then whilst well, I was reading uh, the tweet, someone was saying, ah, oh, this guy's a great writer. He read, he wrote this text, and you know, you go to various places. People are talking about the text, the Alchemist, the Alchemist. It's like Animal Farm. It's one of those texts that sh- people say you're supposed to read, you're supposed to know about, or people quote co- um, it a lot, they reference it a lot, so much that you feel that pressure to God to read it. It's one of those texts. You know, speaking about uh, being mostly quoted, you would know the statement. When you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you achieve it. It's from the alchemists, it's in the top 100 or even maybe top 10 of uh, statements that are widely quoted. It's quoted by most people. The text uh, follows Santiago, the boy, the shepherd who loves traveling. Who, who loves traveling and uh, why so he becomes a shepherd and while he's old uh, at a ruined church he dreams about a treasure and from then on the boy goes on to pursue the treasure he meets the uh, the, the king the king of Salem who helps him decide to pursue the treasure he goes on to Meet the crystal merchant, the Englishman, uh, the, al- the alchemist Fatima, and he goes all the way to Egypt to see to, to the pyramids that he dreamed of. That uh, that dream say the treasure was found in the in, at the pyramids. He goes all the way there to look for his treasure. And so the story follows him as he goes through that, uh, his adventures, you know, meeting the crystal merchant working there, meeting the English man, crossing the desert, the camel driver, getting to the oasis, meeting Fatima and meeting the alchemist and going all the way to the treasure. That is what the book, the novel, is all about. You know, with the reader response, by now, if you've been listening and it's your first time listening, with the reader response, I get to talk about those interesting things that I picked out from the text that, you know, made an impression on me. What made an impression on me in this text is um, the idea of um, tithe, 10%. You know, tithe is one of those... uh, it shouldn't be controversial, but it's one of those uh, part of one of those things that is, uh, creates a debate amongst people. People make videos. People attack Christians on on, on Facebook. Why are you paying ten percent? You getting robbed, and some people uh, and some Christians will say, "Why are you paying ten percent?" Because uh, you you know to the church ten percent is not a only supposed to be paid in the church. You can pay. Uh, you can do something for someone, for the poor, for whatever. Help people. That's a form of ten percent. I was um impressed when when I was reading the text and when Paulo Coelho talks about uh, when the text when in the text the the gypsy woman who asked for the. Ten percent of the treasure, if the boy finds it, that is one tenth of the treasure, and then, well, shows the deck as for one tenth of the boy's flock, that is a ten percent of th- of the sheep, and the boy pays it. And right, it made me think about the whole debate around surrounding tithe and how people talk about it, and people say. And one side, the people that uh, abide by the laws and rules of uh, paying tithe say that, and the people on the other side feel, you know, you're not supposed to do that. It's a controversial issue, you know. If you ask someone about it, you spark a debate. That's the thing about tempism. But I, I was impressed with the way that it was talked about in in the text. One of those people abides by the rules of... Paying 10% of whatever you you get. You know, and I pay it to the church because it says bring offerings and tithe in my house so that there will be food in my house. That's what the Bible says and that's what God commands. Right? And uh, if you know your Bible and you've read your Bible, you know that Moshe Zedek is the king and uh, the high priest of God that um, Abraham uh, pays his tithe to, and he does the, the whole ceremony, the rituals, and all that for for Abraham. Even it's it's even referenced in the text uh, by you know when Meshechazek it talks when he has led the boy towards his treasure. He talks about the whole idea of letting Abraham, you know. If you want to check it out, it's Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. That's where you meet and get to find out about attack in the Bible. found that, um, you know, quite interesting. And then the other thing that made an impression on me was, uh The idea of uh, destiny, like I said, when I first read the the text in 2018, I was inspired for a time, you know, You, you get that euphoria, that sense of yes, and you feel like this is the way of the world, I have to look for something that I love, do something that I love, and me doing something that I love, it has to come from the soul of the world. And with that, the universe will conspire in help. All the universe will ha- conspire in helping me to achieve it. You know, when I think about that statement, I think about, you know, like, wow, really? Do people really, uh, or, or the universe conspire to get you there? Or you know, there are some people who are there going. Now nah, I can't achieve this, you know. We're trying to block you or whatever, you know. Then there's you know the idea of uh, destiny. It's one of those uh, uh, things. That after you read, you ask yourself, is it real or is it just fiction? You know, the idea of you know fate. You know, uh, all is written. All that. Like uh, the whole thing of MacTab. Speaking about MacTab, after I read this text, MacTab was um, my status for about four months. Yeah, was my my status was MacTab. It is written MacTab it is written on my uh, WhatsApp status. Going back to the whole idea of it is written, you know, you get to ask yourself, is it real or is it not real? Or are there forces at work behind there, you know? Not just speak, talking about uh, God or maybe a devil or, you know, because with alchemists, it, it touches on all the on all the religions and, you know, especially with Christianity and, and Islam, it picks out and beats it here, there, there. But it doesn't specify which higher power you're talking about, right? I'm just talking about, you know, are we born with a prescribed life? This is how your life is going to go. This is how things are going to go. Personally thinking about it, at times I think faith is real. and I Or, you know, there are forces behind or there are things that alter your journey in some way or the other. For instance, I was born in eight months, uh, that is prematurely. And I was born in June instead of being born uh, in July, if it was in nine months. And uh, 4th of June, on a Tuesday, at 11 a.m. My mother talks about that a lot. I was thinking about that and thinking, you know, the school that i went to they was so strict about um the, the the january to june cut-off that is they said you have to have your birthday your 60th birthday in in from it's either in january uh, from june or from january to june in those months and if not you, if uh, your birthday is in July onwards, you get to school the next year, and by that time, you'll be seven. So, I was thinking, I was one uh, with that cutoff, I, I got to uh, go to school when I was six, and right, it's something. Going to school in 1997 meant, uh, if I was born in July, it meant I should have gone to school in 1998. I went to school in 1997. And I was thinking, if I went to school in 1998 instead of 1997, if I was born in July, I was never going to meet the people that I met because all the classmates that I had in 2000, and in 1997, on going over onwards up to got to A-Level, got to, you know, Form 1. All those things were just changed by the fact that, you know, I went to school during that time. Someone can come up with a different argument and say, I could have gone to a different uh, school, but this is a national rule. But there are some exceptions because I know... A classmate friend, who was born in September, who went to school, uh, who was my classmate, but she went to a different school. Maybe in the allocation in their school, they were lax about it, and they let her go through. But those are the people that maybe in some way or the other have shaped my life. Those are the people that I call friends. Those are the people that I call uh, I call classmates. Those are people that are. Impressed something on me, so maybe that is forces at play that alter our lives. You know, that want us to go somewhere, or we choose our own. You know, that's the thing that at times that uh, confuses me with this text is because you get parts of it by it says marked up, it is written, but you know the people that say marked up are people that are not going for their dis- uh, for their uh destinies like the crystal merchant. But I was thinking maybe there are things that say, you know what? You do the you, you we put you here. But the, the you know the Bible says we have choices, we can choose what we want, how we want to live our life. You know Ultimately, you choose between heaven and, and hell, depending on how you want to live your life, and you know, all that choice, is something that is given to us. Which, right. I think that is, is about uh, the whole aspect and idea of destiny. Uh, then there is the... Um, the spiritual aspects of the text—I've spoken about Moshe's attack and the, the tithe—and there, these instances of um, spirituality that are, are throughout the text. You know, like I said, the text is inspirational, and at the same time, it sort of has this spiritual element to it—the soul of uh, of the world. Uh, the universe conspiring to uh, to help you. this forces that are there, the aspect and the idea of, of love. You know, I don't know. Do we get to have people that we meet? Look, like, let me just say this. I haven't met someone that I like. They like me back like that, and it's struck, and it's lightning like you know with santiago and fatima it's boom i see you you like me i like you wow that i don't know maybe some of us are not exploring or some of us have missed the people that we, we we're supposed to love or oh, it's just fiction or oh, love doesn't work that way you know because in the sense because I, I remember when i was reading the the godfather there was also that talk of um michael when he goes to italy and he meets his first wife you know and talks about lightning you know sort of as you're struck by lightning as you you, you just fall in love and you see someone like yes that is the one that is or maybe our some of us are soulmates uh, We we need to travel, you know, to get these soulmates. Maybe it's not the, the person that you went to school with, uh, the, the person that you uh, it's not the person that you went to school with. All these people, because in terms of traveling, uh, born in Malawi. Went to MSU, the <laughs> Square, been to Arara for a short time. Both of those places never been struck by lightning. Went to Durban, SA. Never met anyone. Or maybe I've met them and I've missed them and I'm set for misery for life without finding his love. Sad, a lot of bad man. Don't you get too and you know, and, and all this? Because the thing is, you meet people that you like, they don't like you that much, or people, maybe there's some people that have been there, like, is the one major thing to occupy, to, to realize it. Man, I'm thinking, where is my Fatima? You know, my type of Fatima. The one that I'll meet and they'll be like, woo, it's back one time. Electricity, lightning, love, universe, wind, everything saying, this is the one. I haven't. I think there is a um, spiritual part about love and. The other spiritual part is talking about the aspects of of faith, you know, and uh, I like how he takes, uh, the books takes liberties with the Bible and creates the stories around them, shows a deck. There's the the story in the last part about, uh, no, no, it's not in, you know, there's a story about the. The man who has two sons, the, po- the one who's a poet, and the one, you know, a f- the one uh, who's um, uh, the centurion who gets to say, Say the word and it will be done. It, another Bible story, Bible verse, it's founded in Matthew 8, verse 8. You know, the centurion says to Jesus, Say the word and It will happen, and Jesus says, I think he says, I've never seen such faith, Uh, right? And someone who believes that the word does something. And it's one of those things, believe, have faith. That's the other spiritual aspects of it. Then uh, there's this statement... The secret of happiness is to see all the world's marvel. <coughs> Sorry. The secret of the world is to see all the marvels of the world and never to forget uh, the drops of oil on the spoon. I like this statement because I think it talks about for me on my part the, how I interpret it is to say get to enjoy the world but don't forget the important things in life, you know things that you trusted with, your responsibilities, you know, it's okay to get to enjoy the world. Don't just get to work, 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 and not enjoy the world. Enjoy the world, love the world, and also get to experience the world and also get to, you know, be responsible to to the tasks that you are poison the world to do all duties and responsibilities that you have. Yeah, I think mean, I think mean it's because that whole statement leads to the whole aspect of saying the boy goes to you know, crosses the desert, works for the crystal merchant, and even when he gets to silver the oasis, he, he gets to Fatima it's one of those marvels of the world that the world gives him because in while his, his uh, spoon of oil is going to the treasure you know he gets to experience traveling what he really wanted to do is to travel to so see the world and he gets to do that and gets to see the pyramids. Uh, you know, one of the world's marvels, that is the the pyramids, gets to experience life in the desert, you know, going through, uh, selling those uh, crystals, it's, uh, he's experiencing the world, he gets to to travel, and and I think it's, other than the, the statement, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you achieve it. Let me just say I, I, I don't I have issues with that statement because I think people cut it in the way they cut it at times. It's uh wow, you know it's like when you want something things just work easily and nicely and 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 all that, but you know, some of our adverse, uh, some of the people that try and, and block us in life, in whatever we try to, to, to do and achieve, it, it's, it's people. That's why I have a, an issue with that statement, or even the whole aspect of saying, oh, the universe, you know. Or maybe some people, they're trying to block you, then. in trying to block you, it's trying to help you to, it's in all in the... Spirits of helping you to achieve your your destiny. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a a fan that much of a fan of motivational speakers, and maybe that's why I have a problem with this statement because they like to throw it around the life coaches, you know, God, there. And, and they forget the the pains and the hardships that is in in the world or even the context that we're living in. Right, uh, so uh, that's why maybe I like the statement: "The secret of happiness is to see all the marvels of the world, and never to forget the drop of oil in the spoon." I also liked the ending, you know, all aspects of it, and. the whole uh fact, the fact that he sort of um a cycle in the sense that where he dreamed about the treasure is where he goes back to, to find the treasure. And it was all about him travelling and seeing these new places and getting to and learning about the world and learning to appreciate the world and learning about the what is it the, the language of the world as the the, the book puts it, you know. Because he could have easily dreamed, uh, dreamt about the the treasure there in the church and him digging. That guy who's on the other side of the world, he, he doesn't get to, to travel and to see, to, to get to the church and to find the treasure. I don't know, one of the um, uh, questions that I was asking myself is, what if that guy had Looked for the treasure, what I was going to happen to the boy, or it was a case of saying, or it's a case of saying, if you don't do something about your treasure, you lose it and it gets to be given to someone else. You know, the, 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 um, the um, alchemist gets to talk about it and say, if you don't pursue your treasure, life is going to be good. The omens are going to talk to you and say this and that and that and that. They're going to prosper you, lead you, and and at some point they're going to stop, and you're going to be miserable. And I'm thinking, and I was thinking, so at that point, the treasure gets to be given to someone else. Does it go? Back? Or if that guy, the, the leader of the thieves, who Perhaps by Santiago at the at the um, at the pyramids, if he had looked for his uh, treasure, he was going to. Was Santiago going to be given another form of treasure? Something else. That is uh, the question. One of the questions I was asking myself after reading: What if that guy had pursued his treasure? Or when don't pursue our destiny, they get to be allocated to someone else, and brings back the all aspects of, uh, of purpose. You know, maybe we all put on earth for a purpose, and think about it. You know, when God uh, called Abraham and said, "Get out of your," maybe it looked for other people, but, oh, you know. They didn't answer that and God had to wait for Abraham to say, okay, I'm going to have to wait, maybe throw the whole lineage. He had been calling out people and people are saying, you know what, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. Like I say, you know, the, the alchemist is a spiritual text and it gets you to be spiritual and the only spiritual text that I no, it's the Bible. That's why I keep referring to it. And it's referred to a lot in the text of the alchemist. What is your destiny? Do you know your destiny? Do you have a, a purpose or are like you pursuing it? Or are you just living Going in your life, it's what it is and what it's not. You don't care much about it. Do you believe it's written somewhere? Yeah. Or we're rising our own lives. Oh, I feel at times maybe they're pointers, you know, like they're headings and this is supposed to happen. How you make it happen, we don't care, but we want you to make this happen. It's in that way, right? Thank you for listening to the Read Response podcast. And today's text was The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Thank you for listening, and if you have any contributions, anything you want to say about the, the text, or you have things that you disagree about, that I talked about, or you want to explain better this whole aspect of, uh, of destiny and all that, feel free to say, hey, the things that you talked about, this and this and this and that, on the email of the responds at gmail.com, responds at gmail.com, responds. it's one word at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. My name is Seth Chambelitamo. Remember to follow at Rita Responds 1 at gmail. On Twitter, Rita Responds 1 on Twitter. Thank you.